Right here in Colville, the fog is not too bad, but all across the uh, northeast Washington, north Idaho, they do say visibility is down to a quarter mile or lower in dense fog in many areas. The Sandpoint, Athol, Coeur d'Alene area, Apparently over Wakanda to Tenasket, uh, some dense uh, fog. Uh, areas, uh, some up around Northport, according to Department of Transportation, uh, having this very dense fog. And that uh, should be lifting. Never did lift uh, yesterday until overnight. But uh, by 9:10 this morning, they expect the dense fog areas to get better. So there are a variety of conditions. Uh, Department of Transportation indicating that uh, their various regional cameras show everything from uh, not too bad a fog to visibility well under a quarter of a mile. So if you are traveling on this uh, Tuesday morning, be aware, be careful, and uh, be prepared for running into foggy areas. Chewila going to be hosting what they call Winterfest this coming weekend. Let's get some information about the festival and how it got started. Tim Nielsen, I'm the owner and founder of Trails in Gallery. A couple years into the gallery business, I decided I wanted to create an event to kind of lure in more artists from the area and other areas as well. I started the Winterfest five years ago. This will be the fifth annual as a juried art show, partly to meet more artists, but also to have an event where more artists could take part in. I mean, the first year we had artists from seven different states submit work and it's a juried event on the fine art side. And we also have a juried photography component to it as well. The fine arts show is held at Trails in Gallery. The photography show is held at the McCunn Gallery, which is within the Mountain Market on Maine. It's been successful from the art side of things. The city's really running with it well. And so Greg added skioring, which is horse-drawn skiers timed around a snow track basically it's pretty fun to watch and then 49 degrees north came up with a in-town rail jam where they would build i mean this year they're actually building a scaffolding like a huge skate park would have and then it'll have snow and then people enter and snowboarders and skiers you know twin tip skiers doing tricks and things on rails and stuff and in the middle of town will be a very large tent where there will be a beer garden. There will also be craft booths and food booths. And so being right in the middle of the town with streets closed down and everything, that'll be the hub. And with these various events going on and there'll be live music, there's multiple bands booked for this. And I think this year is gonna be really good. All right, it's coming up Saturday uh, outside the rail jam, craft booths, things like that. The uh, art show portion underway beginning Thursday, 5 till 8. 
We're going to find out a little bit more about the arts aspect tomorrow. If you want more information, uh, you can get a hold of my Trails and Gallery, 509-936-9181. Those activities going on in Shawila. Happy New Year. It's Guinevere from Saunders Furniture. My goal for 2024 is to eat healthier and get better sleep. Saunders Furniture has brand new mattresses that will help me sleep better. My favorite mattress is a pillow top because they're extra fluffy. Saunders has all the different mattresses to try from fluffy to firm. You can act like Goldilocks and try out each one. For a good night's sleep, come to Saunders Furniture. Located in downtown Happy New Year from our family to yours. All right, as you know, here in our area, Colville, Kettle Falls, Chewila, Republic, um, we have two state representatives for the 7th Legislative District. Yesterday, we heard from Jacqueline Maycomer. Today, Representative Joel Kretz. Welcome to Capital Report. I'm John Satyas. My guest is 7th District State Representative Joel Kretz from Wakanda. Thanks for being with us on our program today. Thank you, John. Well, once again, we're talking about wolves. Surprise, surprise. And you want to protect your ranchers and their livestock, but the governor seems to be all about protecting wolves. In fact, he recently directed the Department of Fish and Wildlife to write a rule to control the agency's use of lethal force against wolves. Now, how do you respond to this? The governor never fails to complicate things, and that's probably the nicest term I could think of for what he's doing. And it's especially with wolves. You know, in this case, his directive would further complicate the ability for ranchers and farmers to act themselves when wolves are caught in the act. That was in the rules, in the procedures that, you know, if you walk out and there's a, a wolf in your yard killing your cow, you can do something, which just makes sense especially with the lack of effectiveness from Fish and Wildlife Department coming out and dealing with those problems. We've been trying to create a balance here, and the real problem is the state government has given wolves all the advantage. I had a constituent recently tell me that they don't care about our problems and they're just functioning as cheerleaders for the wolves, which I think is a pretty good way to put it. The balance is we've got wolves, they're here, they're not going to leave, they're here for good, and most of them aren't causing problems. We need to kind of celebrate the 90% that aren't causing problems for people and livestock. But that other small percentage that habitually attacks livestock should be dealt with. And we're just seeing the department fail miserably on that. You've got complicated protocols to get to the point where you consider lethal. And those are long and never-ending, it seems. But even when they do get there, pass all the requirements, they kind of wring their hands and don't do much of anything. There's a lot of frustration back home. I would say more with the department and the program than actually with the wolves. You have your own directive in a wolf bill, House Bill 2423, now in the Ag and Natural Resources Committee. Tell us about that plan. Yeah, I've actually got two, House Bill 2423 and 2424. One creates a small task force in Northeast, you know, where the people that have 80% of the wolves can meet with departments, tribes, and others and come up with a better plan. What kind of support do you expect to have on these bills? The dirtiest four-letter word in Olympia is W-O-L-F. Most of the policy has been dictated by out-of-state animal rights people. It's going to be tough, but we're going to do our best. Joel Kretz talking about that wolf situation never-ending over in Olympia.
There's a new real estate firm in Colville. Four Degrees Real Estate, based in Spokane, has opened their first branch office in Colville. The agents at Four Degrees Real Estate have the experience you need and want when it comes to selling or buying real estate in the Tri-County area, whether it's homes or land or commercial. From start to finish, Four Degrees agents advocate for their clients with professionalism and understanding. Call branch managing broker Len Brandt at 509-680-3916 to schedule a no-obligation meeting to find out the value of your home or to learn more about real estate investing. Four Degrees Real Estate, your new choice for real estate in Northeast Washington. Tomorrow, there is going to be a gathering on the Capitol steps in Olympia talking about the refusal of lawmakers to uphold their constitutional mandate. There have been six voter-backed initiatives certified, enough signatures to be on the ballot. It is called for the state legislature is to give priority to items when they are certified as initiatives, but none of these six initiatives have had a single hearing. So 3.30 tomorrow afternoon, it's going to be a gathering on the north steps of the Capitol, and uh, we'll see what comes of that, but uh, so far, a total refusal to even discuss the uh, initiatives that have gone to the legislature. Colville School Board, they have a vacancy, the resignation of Director Joseph Schweitzer, represents Director District Number 3, so that position now vacant. The Colville School Board will be interviewing applicants February 28th. You have till Monday, February 26th. If you are interested in being on the board, you need to submit a letter of interest and application to either the school board president or to Kevin Knight, superintendent. If you have any questions about this in particular, you might uh, wonder if you are in Director District Number 3's area. I've got a map showing the five director districts up at the superintendent's office. But District Number 3 for the Colville School Board, they do have that open position at this time. Looking for a little comfort in your life? Call the expert, your carrier dealer. Carrier dealers are the authorities at getting peak performance from your heating and cooling system. So call your carrier dealer first. He has ways of making you very comfortable. Carrier, turn to the experts at ABC Heating and Electric in Colville at 411 West 2nd. Or call Deb for an appointment at 684-2018 or go to abc-heating.com. Small businesses across Washington State who are members of the National Federation of Independent Business, every year they poll their membership. This year there were four questions posed to Washington State businesses. One had to do really a lot to do with a national issue, but whether striking workers should be eligible to claim unemployment insurance benefits. 
90% of the businesses voted no. 6% were undecided and 4% voted in favor. When asked if Washington State should levy a payroll tax as a new revenue stream to help fund child care services, 96% said no. 2% yes, 2% undecided. If Washington State should increase their estate tax exemption, 76% said yes, 18% said no, 6% were undecided. There's Washington State with a very low threshold before the state collects death taxes. And a question on Washington changing the way they calculate the tax on motorists, basing it on the tax on miles driven instead of fuel. That was 68% no. 16% yes, and 16% were still undecided. That a survey, the majority of uh, small businesses across the state of Washington. Yesterday, the national news was talking about moves in Congress getting closer and closer to requiring AM radio to be in automobiles. Well, that is a challenge facing AM radio to a point. The federal government has done a lot that diminishes AM radio and making it harder and harder. I just want to take a couple minutes here. You know, when, when we give you thanks for listening, absolutely mean each and every one of you. It is the listeners and it is the local advertisers that keep radio on the air. Uh, down in Lincoln County in Oregon, we're talking the Newport, Oregon, Lincoln City, Waldport area of uh, Oregon over toward their coast. Uh, was a sad day. 75 years of operation for uh, the longest of the stations. It was owned by uh, a man and his wife. Um They went off the air, first of the year. Um, all they had uh, six stations, all in all, an AM and FM in Newport, an AM and FM in Lincoln City, had an AM still on the air the first of the year. The FM had already gone off the air earlier. And that means their employees all out of jobs. And for that entire Lincoln County in Oregon, no local news. And they had been uh, struggling uh, really ever since uh, COVID is where part of the issue uh, came when, of course, all of our revenues uh, took a big hit when you close businesses. They aren't advertising and... Uh, 
course, uh, most radio stations all stayed on the air and kept going, but uh, didn't have near the revenue that uh, we had uh, previous. So uh, first of the year, all of their stations went off the air. Miller uh, and his wife, he's 72 years old. Um, he says uh, kind of forced retirement now. But uh, ended up, uh, they owed the bank, couldn't make their payments to the bank. And so uh, now the stations are all off the air. And as far as the license goes, uh, owned by the bank. It's not just small markets that are struggling in the broadcast uh, business and uh, Odyssey. Uh, they filed bankruptcy uh, two weeks ago. Uh, reorganization, they call it, but uh, basically uh, their uh, stock, their owners of stock get nothing, and the banks are going to get paid 20% of what they are owed, trying to uh, keep their stations on the air. Um, it was back in 2017, Odyssey uh, bought out all of the uh, owned stations that uh, CBS Radio had and uh, not able to pay the banks. They uh, Previously, Odyssey had uh, turned off their uh, AM, one of their two AM stations in Las Vegas. The land was more valuable, uh, sold the tower site, turned the station off the, off the air just because of the value of the land. So radios in vehicles are very important because obviously uh, a whole lot of people listen to us on, while they're driving, be it AM or FM. But uh, the government regulations, the fees that we pay annually to the federal government uh, to uh, stay on the air uh, have become a critical factor. And it's not affecting first, I mean, it's affecting everyone in the broadcast industry, but I just want to just say each and every one of us here at the, the radio station, we appreciate your listening. The local advertisers, we appreciate each and every one of them. Um, sadly, we have seen a lot of businesses in Colville gobbled up by out-of-county uh, owners. And uh, they're here for one reason, suck the money out. Support your locally owned and operated businesses. When you hear their ad on the radio, hey, Go pay him a visit. It helps all of us keep our community vibrant. Vaughan Brothers Lumber, a leader in the forest products industry, is now offering a free forest health checkup. If you have 10 or more acres of timberland, Vaughan Brothers Lumber can help you determine if your family's forest is healthy and fire resilient. Schedule your free forest evaluation today by calling Vaughan Brothers Lumber at 684 5071. Vaughan Brothers Lumber, adding value to the forest for people, products, and the environment. 
Hey, we've got uh, high school basketball on the radio for you tonight. It's Colville-Newport. Kind of an important game. Uh, Colville really needs the win here. They wrap up the regular season Thursday. That'll be down at Deer Park. We'll have that on the radio. 545 will be on the air. Colville-Newport basketball on 92.1 KCRK. Today's local weather forecast brought to you by Colville Auto Repair, your local Napa Auto Care Center. They provide expertise in everything they do. Doesn't matter. Routine service, maybe just a check engine light diagnosis or major repair. You can count on them. Colville Auto Repair. They do it right. Make an appointment. Call 509-684-3581 or see them at 505 South Main. Maybe a little bit of rain this afternoon. Uh, Some areas around still with fog today. Uh, Maybe rain overnight. Not going to be a whole lot. 33 again, our overnight low. Tomorrow, uh, mostly cloudy. 44 for a high. Rain by Wednesday night. Rain Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Still rain on Sunday and Monday. It's going to be wet but fairly warm. Highs around 40. Overnight lows around the mid-30s. Colville Auto Repair. They specialize in Dodge, Ford, and Chevy diesel repair and maintenance. Give them a call, 509-684-3581. No wind in the area right here in Colville. We don't have really any fog issues this morning. Barometer at 30.25, and it is 36 degrees. Pretty normal anymore. 36 here at the radio station. 7.32, I'm Eric Carpenter. Thank you for listening. This is KCVL, KCRK.